Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. Right as I start recording, like three helicopters flying over my building. Love that. Sounds of the city. If you didn't know, I live in New York City. And while my apartment is typically pretty quiet, every now and then we get some outside noise. So hopefully you can't hear that. Yes, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode or welcome if you are a new listener. If you are a new listener, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast so we can make this official. And if you're feeling really generous and you enjoy this episode or if you've enjoyed any of my episodes, I would be super grateful if you could rate the podcast and leave a five-star review with some honest thoughts. I know that doesn't seem like much, but it actually really helps me out and it helps the podcast out. And it's actually such a special way for me to get feedback from you guys. All right, let's get into today's episode. I know we are well into 2024, but I wanted to talk to you about goal setting and more specifically setting your goals seasonally. And this is something that I did on a whim last year, the beginning of last year. I've never set my goals seasonally. I usually will write out a pretty long list, if I'm being honest, of goals for each year and I do my best to get to them. But I realized at the end of 2022, when reviewing my goals for that year, that the way that I was doing my goals and had done so previously for many years, while it was sometimes effective, I wasn't actually reaching all of my goals. And part of that is because, I don't know if you can relate, but I was writing down all of these goals and at the beginning of the year, I had a few of them at the forefront of my mind. And then as time went on, I would periodically check in with my goals, but I didn't really have a time frame in mind for when I needed or wanted to complete each of these goals. And I didn't create a time frame or have a time frame in mind that would allow me enough time to actually get all of these goals done. So I would get halfway through the year and review my goals and realize, oh, I still have quite a few that I want to work towards, or I would get even a month or two before the end of the year and check in with my goals and realize that I didn't actually devote enough time or energy to certain things. And I would wind up kind of moving the same things from one year to the new year's goal list. And that trend sort of continued. And again, of course, I would reach some of my goals, but I felt like a lot of the things that I was putting down on my goal list were things that I could definitely achieve, but for whatever reason, I wasn't getting to them. And so at the end of 2022, I decided that I would narrow down my goals a little bit because I have a tendency to go a little overboard. I do that with my to-do list often. I'll totally underestimate the amount of time that it takes to get things done. And I'm like, yeah, I could do 30 things today. which is just not sustainable. But I looked at my goals in the same way and thought, you know, let me think about 
what I think is feasible for me to actually get done in a year and what are the most important goals to me and how many goals do I want to commit to a month. And so I wrote down all of my goals and I think I had about 10 and I decided that I would break these goals up seasonally. So pretty sure we're all familiar with the seasons, (laughs) but we'll go through them anyway. Winter, spring, summer, fall, and then winter at the end of the year, right? I know that winter is just one season, but I kind of break it up into four seasons. So winter at the beginning of the year, spring, summer, fall, and then I sort of start winter mid-November to December. And I know that's not technically correct, but that's just how I break up my goals. I essentially break up the year into four parts. And doing this allowed me to just hyper-focus on the two to four goals that I would decide to focus on during that season. And the other ones, I just wouldn't think about. I separated my goals into four sections, if you will. You know, I chose two to four that I would focus on during each season, wrote them down on post-its, and I stuck it in my planner. I also wrote it in my phone so that I had it in a few different places, and it actually worked out really well for me. And I don't know if it's just that I created more of a system for myself or if it's because I actually gave myself a more specific timeline. And I'm sure I'm not unique in this struggle, but for whatever reason, I'll have the best intentions... I'll have moments where I'm super fired up, super focused, getting all the things done, and then life happens and I lose touch with my focuses, my goals, and then it's not until I am close to the end of the year that I realize, oh my gosh, there's all these things that I want to do and let me get going and let me see how quickly I can get them done. And this created so much stress and pressure for me. And I ultimately didn't end up getting all the things done that I wanted to get done or the things that I said that were important to me. So I did that all of last year and it was extremely effective for me. And I'm seeing now the benefits of setting goals seasonally and how dynamic and effective it is to actually organize your aspirations throughout the year. If you do well with a schedule or a challenge or a specific focus, that is very much me, then this might help you if you are struggling with your goals. So again, I know we are well into 2024, but I was gone most of January in Australia and I'm getting back to it. And one of my goals for this year was to share this goal setting method with you. So I wrote down some tips for how you can set your goals seasonally and it's not too late to set your goals. If you have a notebook and pen, grab that. Or if you are driving or somewhere where you can't take notes, don't worry, listen through, and then you can come back and re-listen when you can write things down. Number one, I want you to reflect on your yearly goals. Start by reviewing your goals for the year. And I think one thing too that made a really big difference for me, I mentioned this before, was I tried to narrow down my goals to things that were really important to me. And I tried to pick goals that challenged me, but that was a realistic amount of goals. I, again, have a tendency to go balls to the wall and pick like 50 things that I want to do, which is great. We love that, right? We love a motivated, excited overachiever, but that's just, it's not sustainable, right? We only have so many months in a year. So pick, I would say five to 10 goals or a number that is around something that is achievable to you. You want to challenge yourself, but you don't want to put too much on your plate and then set yourself up to feel defeated and like a failure at the end of the year. So pick your goals for the year. And then the next thing I want you to do is see if you can identify any seasonal themes. 
So break the year down into seasons. Again, typical seasons are spring, summer, fall, winter. I do a winter at the beginning of the year because it feels like full on winter here. So I kind of bring in my December goals into January and I give myself a little bit of extra time. But either way, break down the year into seasons and then consider the unique characteristics of each season. And maybe you assign a theme or a focus to each season based on your priorities and your goals. And then I want you to set specific goals for each season. For each season, identify measurable, achievable, specific, relevant, and time-bound or SMART goals, right? SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Tailor those goals to align with the seasonal themes that you've chosen. So for me, I live in New York City. Winter, it's not very nice outside. It's actually shocking. It's freezing out. It's not the best weather to be outside. So for example, one of my goals is to play tennis, but unfortunately I don't have an indoor court where I can practice regularly. And so I've chosen to not focus on my goal of playing tennis in the winter because it's hard for me to keep up that goal. That's a goal that I have decided to allocate to spring and summer. I've decided to focus January, February, March more so on my career focused goals and investing in some creative projects that I've been wanting to work on because those are things that I can do on my computer. I can be out of the cold. And so I hope that this is giving you some ideas. So actually, let's make that its own point. Consider your lifestyle and your environment, right? You have to take into account factors like the weather, holidays, personal or work-related commitments that might affect your ability to pursue certain goals during different seasons. And I know sometimes it can be hard to know exactly what's going to come up throughout the rest of the year, but just do your best to ballpark and guess. You can always pivot along the way if you need to make changes. And then the next thing that I did that I want to invite you to do is to aim for balance and variety in the goals that you're setting. Make sure you are making goals, not just in your career, but as well as in different areas of your life, like your personal development, your relationships, and your health. I think that doing this ensures a well-rounded approach to your seasonal aspirations. And I think it'll bring a sense of balance into your life when you reflect back on 2024. The next thing you should take into consideration is the priority of your goals. Prioritize your goals with each season. Identify which goals are most important and time sensitive, and then focus on those first. And then arguably the most important step is to break your goals into action steps. So I took a look at my overall goals, I decided which goals were the priority and which I could do a little later in the year. I took into account the weather and my environment, right? So moved tennis down to spring and summer, moved my career-focused goals a little earlier in the year, travel a little later in the year, relationships sprinkled all throughout. And then for my bigger goals that took a lot more energy and focus, I broke down those goals into actionable steps. This is something I talk about in the final module in the Yoga Inspired Life program, but this is really important. It's hard for me to explain it in a podcast episode and I go in depth in it in the program, but I want you to reverse engineer your goals and break them into the smallest steps possible and then slot them into your calendar throughout the week so that you can actually start to make micro movements towards your overall goals. I feel like that's actually, I feel like we might need to do a whole podcast episode on this theme, yes. 
That will be the next episode. For now, I'm just going to leave you with this. Break your goals into actionable steps, as small of steps as you possibly can. And then make a point to have a self-check-in practice. I have a little some something coming for you that will help you with this, but regularly review your seasonal goals. Consider your progress, take note of your challenges, and then make any changes necessary. You have to be willing to be flexible and pivot to adjust your goals if needed. There were many times last year that something took me a little longer than I anticipated, so I had to stretch it out over an additional season. And there were some that I got done a lot quicker and it was like, wow, okay, can take on a few more. So have a regular check-in practice with yourself. I also want you to make a point to celebrate your achievements. I know that this can feel really awkward. I think that there was a narrative, at least when I was younger, I feel like it's shifting a lot now, but I remember growing up and hearing, you don't want to boast, you don't want to seem too confident, that's egotistical. I actually was just having a conversation with my boyfriend about this the other day about how, you know, well, we don't want to seem egotistical and you don't want to like think back on this and you don't want to make a big deal of that, but it is important to celebrate and acknowledge your achievements. And you don't have to go out and like toot your horn and tell everybody, but allow yourself to be proud of yourself. Share with people who love and care about you because the people who love and care about you want you to do well. And celebrating your achievements, even just with yourself, is a fantastic way to boost your motivation and help you gain momentum to keep fighting the good fight, if you will. It's gonna help you keep that forward movement. Motivation comes from momentum and momentum comes from those small wins. Or maybe they're big wins, right? Maybe you're celebrating big achievements, but in any event, don't be afraid to celebrate your achievements. And then, you know, I did just give you the point to review and adjust your goals as needed, but I want you to sit down before the start of each season. And as each season comes to a close, reassess your priorities and then check in with the goals that you set for that upcoming season. Use what you've learned from the previous season to refine and improve your goal setting process. Check in and make sure everything's still aligned and then move forward from there. And then lastly, stay flexible. Stay flexible. Life is unpredictable and unexpected things likely will come up. That's just a part of life, right? Expect the unexpected. So be willing to be adaptable and be willing to stay open to modifying your goals as needed. This isn't about perfection. It's about you making an intentional effort to do the things that you want to do, to do the things that are going to light you up. Setting goals seasonally in this way, I feel like just gave me a little more time to focus on these goals. It gave me a little more space to be human. I used to do monthly goals and it felt like a month just went by so quickly. And life happens. I don't wake up every day feeling super motivated or maybe I'm on my cycle and I'm just feeling really low energy or maybe something comes up in life that I can't control and it takes me out of my flow state. Whatever it is, I just felt this immense amount of pressure doing monthly goals. And if monthly goals works for you, more power to you, stick with it, do what works. For me, I really loved having a few months to devote to these goals. And I felt like setting my goals seasonally last year was just so much more effective than doing monthly goals. And here's the thing. I 
tried it last year and I was like, I have no idea if I'm going to continue this. I have no idea if this is going to work. I'm just going to map this out, plan it out. We'll see what happens. And if by February, March, April, May, whenever, if I'm like, yeah, this is not working, then I'll stop doing it. And so that's what I am going to invite you to do. Try setting your goals seasonally. We are currently in winter here in New York, but wherever you are listening from, I know I have lots of international listeners, whatever season you're in, I know you still have a little more time left in this current season. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you are into self-development and self-discovery. So you've probably been diligent about your goals as it is, but take a look at your overall goal list and see how you might be able to organize them throughout the remaining and the remainder of the current season and see if it works for you. I'm curious to hear from those of you that try this out for a couple of seasons. I want you to give it a little bit of a try before you decide. And I just really hope that this works for those of you that struggle with goal setting and achieving your goals. Anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night whenever you're listening, and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.